the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason wrapping up the week here on this Friday. Yeah, give yourself a, a round of applause uh, surviving another crazy week. And, and Friday, it, you know what? It, it's kind of, what what is it? Uh, you got to have it happen three times for it to be a pattern. This is the second Friday in a row we've had uh, profit taking taking place in the metals metals market, Wall Street. Uh, we got we got the big bank earnings were out. They were good, but everyone thought they would be, uh, and, and they were. Uh, we had retail sales; um, they were down, and everyone thought they would be. But if you can believe this, I don't know that I do. I, I actually just think it, it's it's a good day. Take some money off the table. Uh, the University of Michigan, you know, they do this consumer survey. I've never been called. Well, you know what? The problem is if I don't know the number, I don't answer it anyway. So I, I guess I'm I, I'm wondering who answers these calls. I, I'm imagining there, it's going to be like a four year old that that uh, has learned how to answer the phone, and then maybe some older people, Jason, that are just lonely uh, and that that answer the phone for these surveys because I really don't know any. But most people I know, like they look at you know you look at your phone like I don't know that number right, but voicemail. Uh, but uh, apparently in this survey, it, it's it's wild. Inflation expectations surged to the highest levels in over two years. Uh, but that, that's why uh, the bond yields went, went up. The only thing up today is crude oil. Crude oil is the only thing higher. Bond yields are higher, which actually means it's lower. But, you know, that's a little... You know, reversal there. Uh, everything else is down. Gold's down. Silver's down. Dow, Nasdaq, you, you name it. Uh, but but crude oil on consumers expecting a return of inflation, uh, which, of course, you know, everyone's debating, is it one more and done or no more than done? Uh, that, that one would be like, uh-oh, right? Maybe they got to go a lot more to be done. But, again. Like I said, I'm not sure who answered the phone. I know who answers the phone when you call 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number here. And again, the physical gold and silver markets literally don't care. Don't care. Because the paper guys, J.P. Morgan, can try to make the silver and gold price be whatever they want. Uh, the physical markets will tell you uh, demand is insatiable right now. The website at allamericangold.com. And, and Jason, you know, that, it kind of a lot, you know, the big banks with, with their big earnings. Uh, then, of course, retail sales. We expected a soft number, got a soft number. Uh, but this this survey number kind of threw people for the loop. 
And, and I will say, we had two different Fred governors talk. One was talking uh, rainbows and unicorns. And the other one was saying, you know, oh, no, we got to raise rates. And that's the one they want to focus in on. Yeah, well, uh, we got a few weeks, so so here we are Friday in, in uh, April. we got a few more weeks before that the actual decision is made. So. Man, what uh, what is happening in the world? It has gone absolutely insane. Uh, China now, having, uh, they very, very quickly have really put themselves up there out on center stage. Uh, the Brazilian president is in China right now. A three-day meeting coming out and saying, hey, the BRICS need our own currency. Uh, we need to be able to trade in, in our, and already China and Brazil just last week announced that they were doing trades in their own currency. Uh, the Brazilian president talking about, hey, we need a BRICS currency, right? Kind of like, uh, you know, you got the euro. Hey, we need the BRICS. And, and Jason, they're bound and determined. Listen, say what, say about it what you will. There is a move here and the move is clear which is a lot of these nations are saying, hey, we want to do business in something other than dollars, right? Because they get it, because they understand how it works. Hey, if, if we can use our own currency, then we can borrow above our means, right? Because that's what, a, what, what, what was the payoff? What was the advantage for us? Well, it was simple. It allowed us to, to borrow $40 trillion dollars. Because the rest of the world had to have dollars. Well, guess what? You don't think China wants to borrow? You don't think Brazil wants to borrow? You don't think Russia and India, right? They hey, they get it. They're like, oh, wait, oh, we get it, right? Hey, we've caught up now. We, we, see, we see what it is. And, of course, China continues to dump these treasuries. This is a story. This is probably the story that we're not hearing enough about is this move by, really when you think about it, the fastest growing country, you know, you, you think China, you think India, you think Brazil, right? These are the ones that are saying, hey, let's do something else. Patriot Radio News Hour, we'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592, Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Friday. Uh, the Dow is down just over 200 points. The S&P is down 12. The NASDAQ uh, is down 50. Uh, the 10-year note, this is the biggest move in the 10-year note in a while, 351. I, I laugh this because we're anticipating the Fed funds rate to be between 5 and 5 and a quarter. We're talking about uh, the 10-year note being high at, at 351. Uh, crude oil still the only thing higher today, 82.50 on NYMEX crude. Gold is down 38, 2002 right now. Silver's down 50 cents, $25.40. Uh, this market recap brought to you by our friends at Y-Refi. Listen, think about this, having... You know, that diversified portfolio, it's its key. Everybody listening right now, you all know it. You need to have gold and silver in your portfolio, period. But, of course, Jason and I always tell you, 
hey, you shouldn't put all your assets into gold and silver, right? That's just as dumb as having it all in Wall Street or all in housing, right? Yeah, sooner or later, you're going to get burned by it. That's why being diversified is key. And here's a great way to diversify some of the, those debt market holdings because why refi? It's not tied to Wall Street. It's not tied to that. They don't care about a University of Michigan survey. And again, I don't know that they really cared or not, but they use that as an excuse today. They don't care what a Fed governor says. They don't care about uh, Jamie Dimon and his earnings reports, right? They don't care about CEOs committing fraud or, or any of that other stuff. And you get to uh, you get great fixed rates of return. If you want to try it out for a year, they'll give you 6.25%. Money markets, they're only paying 4 or 5%. They'll give you 6.25. If you want to go five years, they'll give you 10 and a quarter. The interest, it's compounded daily. Every month, you get decide. You can decide what you want to do. Some people say, yeah, give me the interest. I'm going to use that for a little extra income. Others, I was like, nah, keep it. Just keep rolling it because I want to. I want to keep building. That's that's more money for me to earn ten point two five percent on. You get to, and you can change it. You can say one month I want to take it, next month I don't. Whatever you want to do. No fees, no penalties. If you need to end early, there's no penalty. You get all, all of your initial money back. Period. Check about invest. YRefi.com, that's the word invest, the letter Y, REFY.com, or call them at 888-YREFI24. And Jason, I'll say this, this is kind of what I think what we'll see on days where there's not the, the, the reports about inflation. We'll see. We'll probably see markets, uh, you know, either have big up days or big down days as, as computers and whatnot try to uh, figure out what the next move is. This is, uh, you know, the speculation without any data points behind it. But I think that, you know, really, I thought retail sales today, you know, it, it was down over one percent. Uh, that's not a that's not a healthy sign, right? When when retail sales are are falling. Uh, but seemingly overshadowed uh, by by the uni- that University of Michigan survey, and then probably more importantly, Fed Governor Waller coming out and saying, "No matter what the data says, Jason, he wants that he wants that next quarter point, no matter what." Yeah, I, I think that's very likely to happen. But you know, down one percent. Well, I'm going to keep going back to the inflation. <laughs> I think in 2022. I think some of those numbers around this time of the year were probably up. The inflation was up, right, Joe? So it, it kind of it inflated the numbers. So for this, for the for the numbers to be down one percent with this inflation that's still in place, might be much more severe than a negative one percent would have been five years ago, Joe. I mean, think about it. Know, it's it's a really it's a really interesting point, and and it's a the weakest growth since June twenty twenty. Uh, so you're going back quite a way. So essentially, uh, before everyone got checks from the government, uh, this was a, a number. And again, they were expecting it to be lower. It was a little lower than, than expectations, but still retail sales down 1%. 
X Autos down 8%. Retail sales, X Autos in gas down three-tenths of a percent. That's kind of weird because they told us gas got cheaper. Even though here in Arizona, gas didn't get cheaper. But, you know, hey, who cares about facts, right? And then the control group. What? The control group? Oh, that's right. I forgot. Like everything else, the Federal Reserve likes to, well, we don't want to count everything. We don't want to count everything when we decide how healthy the economy is. So we're going to cherry pick uh, this, uh, the control group down three-tenths of a percent. Uh, retail sales uh, was up only 2.9% year over year, down 1% month over month. And even with their number, so remember, uh, what was it, a couple days ago, CPI, they said, was at 5%. So year over year up to 9, let's, call it, well, let's, let's round it up. Let's give it 3. Math's easier that way. That's actually like sales being down 2%, right, Jason? That's right. That's right. And, and you know, it, it all it, these numbers are so hard. You know, are those, are these all gross sales numbers that you're saying, Joe, that's why I bring, bring the inflation in. Yeah, seasonally adjusted, right? You know, I mean, who with knows what numbers, they do? With inflation, the gross numbers should always be up. With inflation, your gross numbers should go up unless you are failing miserably. That, that's why I think the, the negative 1% is maybe a lot worse than it would have been, let's say, 2018 or 2017. The, the inflation is... Well, is, and again, though, you know, in fairness, inflation was at 6% the month before, so maybe that down 1% was hey though inflation got a little you know eggs went from eggs went from nine dollars to seven dollars i don't know that could be it it could be the right. uh, the, the so-called disinflation right, right. <laughs> i found we found it hey we found it we found the disinflation we finally found it i was wondering where it was it means your sales oh. numbers go down <laughs> Disinflation means you uh, you make less money. How's that? Is that is that what the is that going to be the uh, the definition? <laughs> I will say this: uh, Anheuser Busch has some disinflation. Uh, they they've lost six billion dollars in their stock price. I don't know. You haven't talked about that on, on, on Patriot, but hey, when when, when you're down six billion dollars, I'm gonna bring it up. You know, uh, of course they. Uh, it, it's so funny to watch Anheuser Busch scramble. Oh no! Listen, none of the higher level execs execs were aware that this was happening. Joe, let me give you what? the example of what Budweiser did. Joe, Joe gets a brilliant idea, and Joe and Jason bring Dave Ramsey onto the Patriots show to sell gold. That's essentially what they did. <laughs> that is what Budweiser did, right? Yes. <laughs> Don't buy gold, you know, Dave Ramsey. Eat beans and rice. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what Budweiser was thinking, man. I will say this, so, and, I, and I've said this many, many times. I have multiple friends that are in the bar and restaurant business. And every single one of them, by the way, their best-selling beer, Bud Light. Bud Light. Talk to every single one of them this week. Bud Light sales down anywhere from 
40 to 80% in certain bars. I mean, Jason, uh, it really is. You're, you're, you're left scratching your head, right? At some point, right? Dude, you gotta know your customer a little bit, don't you? For those of you that don't know, there may be people out there that don't know. Because one of my friends was saying that the guys that were ordering the Bud Lights, especially the ones that were getting it in, you know, the bottle, so people knew, cause you know, if you pour a draft, you, you know, you, you're not sure. Right? Is that a Bud Light, a Miller Light, a Coors Light? We, we, we're not sure. But the guys that were ordering the bottles didn't know. And their, their, their friend, you know, their bar buddies started, you know, busting. And guess what? Oh, I, okay, you know what? Here. Uh, give, give me, you know, give me a Miller Light or give me a Coors Light, right? They didn't order another one. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's something where, so for those that don't know, uh, Budweiser decided to, uh, launch a little marketing campaign with a, a trans, a, a guy that is now, uh, wanting to be a woman and, uh, w- w- ran a little marketing campaign. Uh, they call, uh, he, apparently the, he, he is some form of influencer. I don't know. Uh, and either way. Uh, blown up in their faces, and and I just love it when I, I read these articles and and all the no higher level executives were involved in this decision. What really? So so these lower level people they can just do whatever they want. <laughs> you know what it feels like, Joe. It feels like they were uh, somebody way up in the government. It's like, how much have people accepted this thing? Uh, let's pay Budweiser a whole bunch of money under the table, and they'll just hire somebody, and we'll see how unpopular it is in middle America. You'll, you'll, I'll you'll, just you'll, say this. that dumb I, of a move. I, I don't care. I really don't. You know, you want to, you know, be trans or gay. Well, I don't care. But it, it doesn't need to be in everybody's face. And I hope it continues. I hope people continue to do this. So this nonsense will just stop, right? Enough already, right? That's, that's where I'm at on it. I hope it continues. I hope their stock goes down another $6 billion. It's just the way it is. I don't want to go too deep in now, it. I'll me. say this. This caveat. I don't drink Bud Light. So I, it's easier for me to say it, right? Because I, I don't drink Bud Light. So it, 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 I, I, I'm so in the clear I, here. I don't want to say anything because it's like, you know, certain men just want to be men, and that's just, I don't care what, what your opinion is of it. It's not very manly. The, the spokesperson's not a manly guy. I think Bud Light and Budweiser, it's like, beer drinking is a manly thing, and it, one thing I think you, uh, most people can agree as an opinion is, is trans is not manly. How's that? <laughs> so if you have a manly product, don't get an unmanly spokesperson. It doesn't really work, right, Joe? I think Budweiser figured it out a long time ago. You know, you have scantily clad women in, in football games, right? Right, right. I mean, uh, listen, not everything's meant to be all-inclusive, right? I mean, there's certain yeah. things that, that are, are for women, certain things that are for men, and it's okay. It's okay. Right? I mean, everyone's lost their mind. Right? Somehow, you join, listen. You join the club to just temporarily get away from the rest of the world. That's And, and the club right. is is usually not politically correct. Right. <laughs> You're right. Right? That's what you – exactly, right? There you have it. Well, there you go. So so we, we've covered it now. Uh, 800 
951-0592. You know, last week we reported uh, Manhattan had record office vacancies. Today they've got company. San Francisco has now hit a new record in office vacancies. And, and uh, some of the big major banks that were out today were talking about, Jason, that they need to start bulldozing office buildings. That there's way too many, and that we got to get rid of them, right? Start. Hey, if you're if you're 40 years old or, or older, get the bulldozer out. That's what uh, Baltimore was doing just a few years ago. Remember that Baltimore was bulldozing. I think it was more residential properties, and we all know about Detroit. I mean, is doesn't you know nobody talks about Detroit anymore? Isn't that sort of the looming example of future America, Joe? As we just slowly grind down, right? Detroit. The slow, slow decline. When we get back, listen, everyone get ready, because I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, we've got a great special, but it is teeny, teeny, tiny. 800-951-0592, Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour. Gold's down 40, silver's down 55 cents right now. I've got the, the best special of the week by far. The problem is... It's teeny tiny. So yesterday, uh, yesterday afternoon, Brittany and Brittany uh, runs uh, our Phoenix office. Uh, she's also uh, does all of the ordering. Uh, she does all of the shipping. She's the one that makes sure the product gets to where it needs to be, whether that's up in Johnstown here in Phoenix and uh, all of that stuff. She she says to me, Joe, listen, I, you know, after six weeks, this is how busy it's been. We've been buying. Every $20 gold piece we could get our hands on. She says to me, we've got 35 more 20s than we have orders for. And I was like, awesome. She goes, but wait, it gets better. She goes, I bought them. Almost a month, uh, almost a month ago, and she goes. I just, you know, we've had it so I'm just so busy. So here's what I'm going to do right now. I got to reach over here. I apologize. Two thousand five hundred forty-five dollars. That's what a twenty is today. Wait, wait, way expensive. Not today. These thirty-five. Two thousand. Four hundred and twenty-five dollars. That's a hundred and twenty dollars off. It would actually make them obviously cheaper than a ten. Right now, two tens at twelve hundred and fifty. Right. So finally, a little normalcy here. A huge savings. Here's one catch. I only got thirty-five of them. That that's it. And then I have no, well, I can have a number 36, $2,445. So just, just so you know, uh, that, that the one is, but I'm happy to do it. You know what? I bought them $120 ago. Fine. You pass the savings on. That's how it, that's how we do it, uh, here at Patriot. I want you guys to get the best deal possible. And that is it by far today. Uh, five ounce silver bars. Remember yesterday we got told, hey, you can sell more of them. 
Well, silver's down about 60 cents. Five-ounce silver bars today back to $160. So remember, uh, they were 155 then 160 then 165 Five-ounce silver bars, $160 in addition to those 3520s at 24 and a quarter at 800 951 0592 and put them away. Now, speaking of silver, the 10 largest silver mines in the world. I'm going to give you the rundown. The largest now used to be Mexico, is now in Poland. Uh, they do about 42 million ounces of silver production. And that is the the largest uh, worldwide. They did not say, the, by the way, this is 2022 production. They did not say whether that was up or down from the previous year. Uh, the second largest mine is in Mexico, just under 30 million ounces. But here's a problem. This mine production is falling about 5% a year. And there are, they are the second largest silver mine. The third largest, and, look, and just think about how quickly it falls. 42 million in Poland. Just under 30 million is the second largest mine. The third largest, and this is all by output, is in Russia. 18 million ounces. That one also in decline. About 3%. Year over year. The fourth largest mine in Peru. Uh, a little over, four, uh, just under 15 million ounces. And again, they gave uh, no indication whether that was up or down. So I don't know. I'm assuming that they were down. Because if they were up, these companies want you to know that. Right? Because that's good. Oh, look at production's up. My guess is... The first four mines are all in decline, but uh, again, only two of the four said that. The fifth largest mine, also in Mexico, at 14 million ounces, also doesn't say whether production was up or down. The sixth largest mine, also in Mexico. By the way, this is one of the oldest mines in the world which is in decline, but they're at 13.6. The seventh largest mine, also in Mexico. There's a theme here. Mexico's got a lot of silver. They, they, they're at 12 million ounces, also in decline of just under 4%. Now, that would make the top seven. Not all of them say they're in decline, but I'm assuming that they are, that all top seven silver mines are probably all in decline. The eighth largest is in Australia. By the way, there's a theme in this, also in decline. But listen to this number. Down 19%. Wow. That, that's, that's big. The ninth largest mine also in Mexico. Now here's the only one in the list where it was up. Mine production was up uh, at a good healthy amount to uh, 36% from 7.6 to 10.3. Last on the list, 
as Green Creek, which is in Alaska, the only mine in America to make the list. Uh, they're at 9.7 million ounces. Uh, I got some good news here. That was up 5%. So the, the only two ups that we know of were the ninth and tenth mines. And Jason, obviously those, those amounts, uh, well below, uh, the, the, these bigger mines. But there's a trend here in silver where the big, big mines, by the way, I, I forgot to mention that in, uh, and I want to just hold on a minute. Yeah. The mine in Australia, which is now eighth. In 2005, they were producing 44 million ounces of silver. It's down to 11 million ounces. So, Jason, uh, this is kind of the problem, I think, where a lot of people, when they're talking silver, are saying, hey, man, silver is so underpriced. Uh, we know the inventory levels at the COMEX and at, at in London are at historic lows. And now you take in these big silver mines. And, Jason, the top eight silver producers all look like they're in decline. I think silver has been underpriced for a very long time, and the, the only question is going to be, Joe, at some point it may not be underpriced, and how fast will that price change, right? Take the Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason will be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, we've got two lines open, but both girls are on the phone, so I don't know, but... We had 3520s at $120 off. Uh, and, and, and I told you the story, uh, 2425. That is the best deal we have. And then, uh, those five ounce silver bars, uh, it just, what can you do? Listen, silver's down 50 cents. Silver Eagle premiums just said, nah, we're up 50 cents. Sorry, not doing it. Right? No, no breaks for you. And this is just how it is. Uh, but they're, hey, they're five dollars less than yesterday. So, so, uh, you're saving a dollar an ounce on a 50 cent drop here. Five ounce silver bars at $160 at 800 uh, one of the girls just got off the phone, so call in. Uh, if they got any of the 20s left, scoop those up, throw some silver on there. Jason, really interesting. When you look at the largest silver producers uh, and, and the fact that it, across the board production is in decline, and really with, with the exception of that one mine, the other mines that are up, they're, yeah, they're up, but it's just a little bit, right? It, it's not significant amounts. Uh, you know, when you talk about, hey, if you take the top 10 silver mines and all of a sudden you add them up together and you're like, man, uh, we're off 100 million ounces, that's a lot to make up. Yeah, and, and I know that there's a lot of uh, complications in any business, but in a mine, I mean, if you can handle at max capacity, why run any slower, right? I mean, you, you, you mine more silver, you get paid for more silver. And I'm, I'm sure there's a... There's market movement. It's like, hey, if we don't go as heavy this year, next year, say silver's going to do better, so we'll, we'll go heavier. But from what you were reading to me, Joe, the older mines are at capacity and, they're, and they're, their ability is lowered. And the ones that went up are probably mines that had the ability to increase capacity, and they did, and that's the best they could do. 
So what you just read off was max capacity for mining silver, and it's going down. Yeah, and and at the same time, and and we know this, right? The the Biden administration full steam ahead, uh, you know, passed that new emissions law on on tailpipe emissions. Uh, the, 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 the fact of the matter is they want this big, uh, this push into the, these electric vehicles. And you know what? Somebody actually, uh, is starting to wise up because I've been saying this from day one. They know not what they do. Every major automotive CEO has come out and said, don't make us do this. Please. You don't understand, right? There's talk about, hey, if you want to be successful, that these car companies may have to buy their own mines. They may have to buy their own lithium mines, their own silver mines, to be able to guarantee uh, product. They're talking about the cost. Uh, one guy actually just said, listen, this whole so, uh, electric car thing, he thinks, Jason, they're going to have to reverse course over the next three years because the cost of these vehicles to produce them, it, it's so astronomical. I mean, look at like the the Ford Lightning in 18 months, uh, they've risen the price of the vehicle by like 50%. Right. I, the only way they, they can force this uh, successfully onto the people of America, which is stick with this country, is you subsidize the other side, you know, and... And usually the subsidies are out there in the open. Usually they'll say they'll say that they're going to subsidize, you know, clean energy, and they have with these these spending packages. But sometimes when they spend 1.7 trillion, Joe, where is it really going? You know, it makes you wonder if they're really going to do their best to force the ESG madness upon us, and we just don't see where exactly the dollars are going. I mean, let's face it: if a uh, if, if a clean energy company is 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 dying, well. I, Back in 2010, we found out that the uh, the Fed was just giving out money to, to banks and countries to, to solidify that. And if the government wants green energy, there's almost nothing really to stop it. I mean, really, if they really want to, you know, throw us into this abyss, then yeah, it's going to be a point where you're going to spend 150 thousand dollars for a car, Joe. That's and they'll just say that's the way it's going to be. And then if they make look, confiscating gold is ridiculous, but they did it in 1933. You couldn't own gold anymore. To me, it's ridiculous to have to spend one hundred fifty thousand dollars in a car. But is, is that what we're looking at? Is that, is that what we're going to be forced to do? And, and I think that's the the, the thing is is forced. Uh, and, and then, of course, you talked subsidies, right? You know, uh, seven thousand dollars. That was what they did the last time, right? With that, that's not going to get it done. Right? I mean, are the, what are they going to subsidize a car? $70,000? I mean, right? This is the kind of math that we're talking about. And, and, and obviously we know how important silver is, uh, into this green energy movement. Well, dude, I just gave you the 10 largest mines in the world. The problem is the, the, the first one's got 40 some million. Right then, the next one's at twenty some million, and then the third biggest mine—it's only at like eighteen million. But the tenth one, you know, the one in in, in Alaska, Jason—they don't even mine ten million ounces. Yeah, I, uh, when when I joined up with Patriot Trading Group back in two thousand eighteen, I was I was more of a silver guy than a gold guy. You know, I think everyone has their preference. I like both. You know, you, there's no reason not to to like any of them. You you like them all, but. 
as as time went on, I was, I was more of a gold guy. Just gold just makes a lot more sense. But I'll say this, Joe: it, since the last six months or so, it just seems like silver is just starting to be a little more exciting again. So it just seems like it, there's there's a lot more pull uh, towards silver. But get either one, I, Joe. I always tell the customer. A lot of customers they like, how much silver should I buy and how much gold should I buy? And it really it's really an independent situation for every person. But I generally just say, look, after you got 500 ounces of silver, start putting it in gold. But Joe, maybe maybe a thousand ounces of silver, maybe a little better, you know, <laughs> get a little more. You know, and I, everybody knows it's full disclosure. I hate silver. I mean, I love it, but I hate it because it's so darn heavy, right? Outside of that, I love it, right? But man, it sure seems like something very big is going to happen in silver. Patriot Radio News Hour final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot News Hour. Joe and Jason here wrapping up the week. And, and there's, you know what? Some days I feel like God is my mic not working, guys. I'm telling you, right? So I just got an update. So we've got twenty five of the thirty five twenties. Are you kidding me? This this is a huge. Twenty four, twenty five. I oh, you know, I know. Gold, but gold's down forty dollars. So what? Take advantage of it. And then as far as silver goes, so there's 25 of those left. And then they go right back to $2,545. So $2,425 on the 25 remaining 20s. $160 on the 5-ounce silver bars at 800 951 Zero five nine two, and then we started talking about something big. I remember that's how long I've been doing this. When silver went on the big run, when when gold gold topped out just under nineteen hundred dollars, silver got to fifty on on the exchange. Got to $50 on the COMEX. And Wall Street shut it off. And what I mean by that is they they raised the margin requirements. And what that meant was, hey, whatever, uh, let's just say we're charging you to control a 1,000 ounces of silver. Uh, Hey, we're charging you 10% of the cost. Well, they, they, they got up the next day and said, well, uh, not only can you not buy, but all of you that are holding these contracts, we're not going to make you pay 20%. And silver fell three days in a row. It went from 50 to 45 to 40 to 35. Three straight days. Lock limit down three straight days. I think we're going to see the opposite of that happen sometime. I don't know when. Is it this year? Next In the next 24 months, I think we are going to see the opposite happen. Uh, yesterday, we very briefly talked about sugar. There wasn't enough physical sugar to meet the delivery needs. And I think that's where you could see something very similar like that happen in silver. And remember, sugar went up 
twenty percent in three days. And I think in, in in silver we could see days, Jason, where where the same thing happens in the silver market because really the the problem is is how much delivery is needed versus the physical silver that's available to be delivered. And some of the numbers you were mentioning, I mean, they, they, they charge a penalty for you to, you know, to, to try to stop the enthusiasm, so to speak. If if silver's rightful place was 16 to 1 or something, let's just say it's 10 to 1, that means $200 silver. So if you try to put a 20% penalty on buyers of silver, but they do, you know, if, if enough of uh, enough of these uh, big buyers figure out, well, wait a minute, even 20%, yeah, I, we're, we're still going to be way up because it's, it's going to be $200. If enough people figure that out, Joe, they, uh, they won't be able to keep it. Uh, they won't be able to knock it from 50 to 35 again. Well, the, and the thing is, right, when you can't make delivery, it doesn't matter at that point, does it? I think that's what you got to prepare for. So hopefully you put a little bit, put some gold away today, put some silver away. 800-951-0592. Jason and I wrapping up the week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.